You've stumbled into Raising the Rivenbachs podcast, where you get to hear the chaotic life of Danielle and Jerry Rivenbach as we try to raise four good humans. There will be victories, fails, definitely laughs, maybe laughs so we don't cry, uh, and deep breaths as we try to keep our daily lives in a zen state, as if that's even possible. I'm Danielle Rivenbach, and my husband Jerry and I have four kids, ages Six, five, three, and one, and this is our life. So apologies on the delays on this particular podcast. Uh, So a couple weeks ago, uh, everybody got sent home sick from daycare, and that means that Steele, who is three, and Jerry, who is one, about to be two, we're home with me in addition to Katie Jane, our five-year-old. So I had three kids as opposed to the usual one of Katie Jane um, and four on Wednesday. So anyway, this episode was supposed to come out last Wednesday, the Wednesday before. I don't even know. I couldn't get a chance to record. I was trying to work, care for all the kids. You know, life is crazy. So that whole week, they had a scare. Um, Now, my kids were sick anyways on that Monday morning, but they had a COVID, a positive COVID test at daycare, which means they had to shut down the entire classroom, which means my littlest one, Jerry, could not go to daycare. And because he has a brother that he is very close with, he also was not allowed to go to daycare. And first off, can I just say I'm done. I am so done. So done with all of this. I'm ready for everybody to be vaccinated or have had COVID or whatever, because it's just crazy. Um, uh, It just it was put me in a real bind and luckily work was not too busy and of course super understanding which I'm very fortunate for but anyway all of that to say welcome back to the podcast uh this week we're talking about steel my third crazy child <laughs> he is so nuts steel is my child that uh just jumps off things and just you know, it just is what it is. It, it gives uh, my mother-in-law a heart attack, really. Uh, she can't even watch him, like, climb the steps to go down the slide um, or the baby either. So she uh, she can't handle him. But a few months back, back in January, uh, our family had COVID. And so, of course, steel being steel, during this time when we were down and out with COVID trying to stay away from people, He decided that he was going to make a fort. They all did. They were making a fort in their room with couch cushions, which you think would be safe given that there are cushions. Uh, But alas, it was not safe. Not safe in the least. I don't know what he fell off of, but he came to me and he said, Mama, my head hurts. I fell. And I'm like, well, what did you fall off of? What did you hit? He said, I hit the fort. And I'm like, no way. You know, it's a pillow, basically. It's a couch cushion. You can't possibly have hit the fort. Anyway, he did not hit that. But I said, well, were you supposed to be doing that? And he said, no. So he knew he wasn't supposed to be doing that. And I just didn't think twice about it. Well, then like five, 10 minutes later, husband Jerry is like, hey, do you know Steele's head is cracked open? And I'm like, huh? Honestly, I did not even look at my child. I just assumed that he busted his head, came to tell me he wasn't crying, and that he was fine. Oh, no. 
No, no. He had a gash in his head. It was probably like an eighth of an inch across and like maybe an inch long or three quarters of an inch long. I was like, what the heck? So, you know, it took us a while to assess it because he was crying and we had to wash his hair and clean it out. He didn't like that. But all because he jumped off something and completely just who who the heck knows I, I don't know what goes through that boy's head on the regular but he is a crazy person and we love him to pieces for it I mean he keeps it entertaining but at the time I mean cracked his head open I think oh my gosh does this child need stitches I am calling my mother-in-law who is next door facetiming her because I know she doesn't want to be around us to catch that you know possibly catch COVID you know so and they had not been vaccinated yet and so I was like do I need to go to the hospital and like can I even go to the hospital right now like my kid cracked his head open and I have COVID so how is this going to work like it was a disaster epic disaster all that to say, we love Steel and he keeps us completely entertained. But I will have to say, I don't know what it is about when kids turn three. They always say terrible twos, y'all. No. Mm-mm. Twos? No. Twos are not terrible. Three. Three makes me crazy. I-, I will take the terrible twos over three any day. I mean, seriously, they turn three and they just think they know stuff. I mean, they they have opinions and I have to strike a balance of like, do I squash your opinion or because we have to just get out the door right now or do I like let you have your moment? It's not easy. It is not an easy decision day to day. I mean, I just think, you know, we I don't understand why he turned three. All of them. It's not just Sam Gardner was the same way. Katie Jane three. And then all of a sudden, we just start butting heads um, in addition to him knocking his heads on things. So (laughs) what a disaster. So all of that, Steel has gotten the affectionate name of uh, Dang It Steel or Damn It Steel uh, if he is not in earshot. Um, Because like I said, he is cute as all get out. So he is just funny, independent, daredevil, third child, just going to get along with life and then, you know, hurt himself be crazy and then do something ridiculous and then look at you and give you this like just silly smile. You can't see me now, but I'm doing this smile where he just squints his eyes and just adorable. And and I don't know, I know, you know, he learned from the other kids, but he is more of a climber than the other two kids. Like Gardner did not climb. KJ climbed a little more. Steel, oh, forget it. I don't know if it's just that I have no more F's to give on this because, you know, he's not the last kid. Uh, But whatever the case, I just find myself saying constantly like, dang it, Steel, every time he does something. So, you know, we're about to leave the house, you know, morning rush, chaos, and he's just nowhere to be found one day. He's gone. And I look at Katie Jane and I, at this point in time, this was a while back, but I am trying to get all four kids out the door to daycare. And I literally only have 75% of my children. Like, that's not good. And I just, I just sigh because Steele is just gone. He's not in the house. He's not answering, of course. So I just, I load up the other three kids. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I proceed to drive around the the land. We've got a lot of land out here and we live on 16 acres, like a third of it is cleared. So we're just driving around the land looking for steel. And, you know, Katie Jane is like, we can't leave without steel. Like, I know. Don't you think I know that? (laughs) 
And like, you know, sidebar, Katie Jane, you've heard from her. I, I mean, I don't know where she gets her sass from. I'm screaming at her from the front of the car. Don't you think I know that? So anyway, we drive to the back of the car or the back of the yard in the car. And maybe most parents would be freaking out. But this is just a normal day for me. Like my kid's gone. Okay. It happens so frequently. It's just normal day in the life of raising the Rivenbarks. You know, at the time I had, you know, four kids, six and under or under six. And, you know, sure enough, the redheaded third child, there he is on the lawnmower, which is parked on my brother-in-law's trailer behind, um, at the back of the, at the back of the land. And so I yell from the car window. I'm like, Steele, what are you doing? Get in the car. And he just goes, I got the key. I got the key. Like, dang it, Steele, get in the car. He says, okay. And so, you know, then he not so carefully, you know, climbs or jumps down from the lawnmower and the trailer and proceeds to come to the driver's side for him to climb over me. You know, not use a door. No, no, no. Got to climb over me to his seat at the very back of the Tahoe. And I would pause here as, you know, I buckle him in while leaning over the one-year-old to explain, you know, that we can't leave the house without telling anybody. But like, I would do that. But what good would it do? It doesn't matter. He had on his mind something and he would not be persuaded otherwise. And I just, you know, it just goes back to maybe I just have no Fs to give. I, I have run out of fucks, guys. Like I said it. I have run out. I'm tired. Got four kids. They make me crazy and they're so adorable and I love them so much. All of those things are true. So, you know, it's, you know, not the first time that I get the call or text of like from my in-laws. So, oh, Steel's over here. You know, Okay. So, you know, this this lovely child, dang it, Steele, is the most outgoing, friendly, carefree child. I mean, he just really goes with the flow. Uh, he's daring, he's curious and adorable, and his cuteness gets him out of most trouble. And honestly, it's a problem. It is a problem. I mean, even my other kids have picked up on the fact that Steele gets into mischief. So, like, Katie Jane, I asked her one time, like, where is Steele? Where's your brother? And she just looks out the window and looks back at me and goes, he gone. Dang it, Steele. <laughs> and just shaking her head. And so uh, she continues to imitate me more than I would like sometimes, which whole nother conversation, which you heard a little bit about last time. Um, and then one time Gardner reports to me that Steele's jumping on the bed. And he said, Mommy, Steele was jumping on the bed. And I told him, we don't do that. Dang it, Steele. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I mean, Steele is the one. I fully expect I'm ready for it. One day I'm going to get the phone call saying, hey, Steele broke his arm. He was climbing, God knows what, tree, car, running, jumping, play, I don't know. To which I will say with no surprise, okay, I'm on the way. I will text you a photo of the insurance card and I'll meet you there. So I have just overall accepted and embraced who this child is and embrace his adventurous nature. And I know my husband, Jerry, will tell me all the time how much steel makes him laugh. And for a while, I'm just like, I, I hear you, but like, I can't see it because he's three and he 
has opinions and he makes me crazy. And I had to turn off the TV yesterday morning to get him to school. And he just, you know, had a tantrum. And I'm like, what, what is this? Like, huh? I, I can't possibly think he's cute when he's doing things like this. But, uh, the other day I saw it, I saw the cuteness. He was, he had climbed in the bed in the morning, just waiting to get up and waking us up. And, I was really tired. I'm always tired. Whole nother, whole nother podcast about my health and being exhausted all the time. But I will save that for next for um, a couple of podcasts from now. But anyway, so I am, you know, tired and I'm turning over and looking at him, and he just gives me that grin that I described earlier. Just hair a mess, uh, just squinty eyes, and just a grin, and just said, "Good morning, mommy," and like. Oh, so cute. So so what am I supposed to do with this? So all I can do is keep him safe and, you know, love all the things about him. And even though he makes me crazy and he's going to get himself hurt, you know, I just keep dang it steel. Just keep going dang it steel. And that's it. That's all I can do. It's just love him. Love him through all the things. And, and I try to do that all the time. Um, his hair right now. Let's talk about this boy's hair. It's a mess, guys. It's a hot mess. The hair is out of control. So Steele has, he must have sensory issues related to this, uh, to the clippers, to the scissors, just anything about touching his head. I don't think we've made this better. Uh, we had to like force him to get a haircut the last time. And um, it wasn't pretty, y'all. Jerry just, you know, he was cutting his hair and it, it, he was the last kid in the chair that day. Patience was thin. He had not napped. And it didn't end well. Still wound up with this buzz cut, which was, hmm, it wasn't my favorite, but it was necessary because he just wouldn't sit still for a scissor cut. So bless. I'm hoping, I'm open for tips. I'm hoping we can improve this haircut ordeal because right now he's like, he's mullet status, y'all. And it's not a bad look for him, but it's also a lot of hair and it's summer and it's hot. So, uh, we got to do something about this. <laughs> Please send me your suggestions. Boy just needs a trim. Not a lot. I like the hair long, but like it's, I told him it's going to get longer than Katie Jane's and he was okay with that. He went, yeah. I was like, still, do you want long hair like Katie Jane's? Yeah. Like, okay, great. So nothing deters him uh, from, from what he wants. He doesn't want a haircut. So even the worst of consequences doesn't matter no one's going to touch his hair so that's steel in a nutshell the adventures of steel uh continue every day he makes us laugh he makes us crazy we get through it and uh just try to have a lot of fun in the process so with that i'm going to wrap up this episode thanks for listening to raising the Rivenbarks. Go ahead and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and follow us by liking our Facebook page, Raising the Rivenbarks, where you can watch our funny videos there. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I will have an end of year video. So stay tuned for that. Until then, next time, we will try and keep the chaos to a minimum. But no promises.